0: We're up to um, the middle of page 145, chapter 77. The middle of the Discourse 20, Shuvah Yisrael. This chapter is, uh, is still in the process of explaining Adonu Zenu in Birches which is all part of understanding how uh, Malchus, how the five levels of the five Makifim, the five transcendent forces, impact existence. So first he discussed them, in the macrocosm as they were before the Tsimtsum, Malchus the enseif, And now he's discussing it, Malchus Dat And as a result, goes through these different levels. So we spoke about Hamalchus is so. what's in the middle of Adenu Zenu is the discussion of how in Aveden, our service, how we are infused in a state where we begin with distance and a state of lowliness, and don't have the power to initiate our own our own efforts to reach above, and we need the strength of Torah and so on. Here we're talking now of how become adein, adeinu zenu, Adain is the level how malchus becomes mature, the maturity of malchus, that it has that power, the ability to reach the level of imi, of bina. So in Kabbalistic terms it means bina is informing malchus. That's what he's discussing in this chapter 77. It, It adorns malchus, like the Zara says, that the mother adorns the daughter. With kishutin, with jewelry. And that turns her into Odin. So what is that, naveda? So he explained that's how the source of the soul, Mas- masla, which is um, Bina in this case, how the soul is above the body, how it it affects the soul within the body and gives it strength and gives it power. And he explained how this is uh, all about B'kash Misham, that... Uh, the spark of the divine spark gets lost, like a lost soul, in in the animal soul and in all kinds of desires and thoughts and speech and actions that are not appropriate. And from that, and from the depths of that of those constraints, from those dire constraints, from those dire straits, the soul cries out. Then he spoke about how the soul cries, not just the divine soul, but the animal soul cries out, and that he called desperation. When you're helpless, hopeless. When you feel hopeless, when you feel Yiush, that in turn can bring you to the deepest type of cry because you've hit rock bottom. He's identified rock bottom. So it breaks your heart to the point that that transforms you from one extreme to the next. And he says these are the kishutin, these are the jewelry that the mother adorns the, the child. Now, so when a person hits that type of place, both from the perspective of the animal, the divine soul feeling distance, and that type of compa- uh, compassion, and the animal soul feeling hopeless, that in turn evokes the Yud Gimomides Harachimim, the 13 attributes of compassion. Earlier he said that, and I think this is a key point that I may have not emphasized enough, when we say in Pirchus we say, So the context of it, as I was looking up in the sources, is first we talk about, you have a Siddur here. We talk about first how, how God is beyond everything. And we said okay, Elam is Atmus, The better Elam. But the, the go even a step before that, he says like this. just is the expression in B'chit Shetzer. Um And just for the record, I think that though he's been focusing on Baruch Sha'amar and B'chit Shetzer, this is the beginning of P'shuka de Dezimra and the end of it. Because in the process of davening, this is a key component of setting the t- stage before one goes into Shema and to Shemneser, which are higher levels of contemplation. So, so by Amer La'aretz, the expression goes like this. It says like this. Amer La'aretz Ladarim the one who radiates earth and those that live on it. Berachamim, with compassion. And, he, and he, uh, in his goodness, he renews the creation always, all the time. And so on. Then he says, We actually learned this earlier. The king who's exalted on his own from beginning of time, from the beginning. And then he says, He's beloved and he's a uh, Mufur and then exalted in another form. And he's beyond existence, exalted, elevated. Then he goes, then he continued. What's a, This was an introduction. Then he says, El The God uh, that, that is beyond the universe, with your great compassion, com- have compassion on us, zenu, and so on. Yeah. So here he hasn't explained the first opening. But when you read it now properly, basically it's like this. And this is a beautiful concept. This comes from the Alter Rebbe. The, the source of this I found... Is a meimer va'ata Yisrael, a meimer of Ekev, Tovkov Samach in and look at the Torah. Uh, in, in, uh, I'm sorry, no, 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 not Ekev. Shlach, va'ata Yigl Nokayah Chadnei. So the Mitla Reb explains it, and the Rebbe Rashab explains it here at length. So it goes like this: When you're dealing with the essence, the deeper you go into understanding how God is beyond us. So I've been explaining that that teaches us that type of relationship, a good interface. We have to know that God is beyond us and then we create a close relationship. But there's another aspect. By knowing how far God is beyond us, he said before, the fi'erech, haremus, that's how the shiflus. When The higher God is, the more compassion there is on us. The more distant we are, the more we deserve compassion. And there he brings there actually two types of compassion. You could have the compassion, let's say, of a wealthy person and a poor person. So both are recognized that this, this poor person needs compassion and needs charity, they both are aware of their distance. But then there's a young child who doesn't even know how low he is. So that's a rahmanas That's even deeper, which may explain that word from the I a mean, uh, Rashab. Child... No, he doesn't know how low he is. He doesn't. He does not aware that he's. Uh, he's just a child. He's not aware that I have less than you. A, a pauper is aware. So he asks, or he's aware. Then there's someone who's not even aware, like a child, and there the compassion is far more, far greater. The Rebbe Rashab once said to the Phrisic Rebbe, it says, you're supposed to have compassion to everybody, you're not supposed to have compassion to a fool. You know. So the Rebbe Rashab once said, look how much compassion you have to have to someone that the Torah itself says you shouldn't have compassion to. The Rebbe Rashab said this. So what's the explanation of that? So maybe the explanation is based on this. It says ena A fool doesn't sense anything. That's why you don't have compassion, because you want him to wake up on his own. But the truth is the less the lower he is, the more compassion you need. So it's not the compassion of spoiling him or, or not or placing his effort. But the idea is that the deeper we understand Atmu the greater is the rachamah harabim that comes from there. So therefore now as he's saying now that now that we in Adenu Zenu, we come and say, Rachem Aleinu, which, as he said, was Kerser Malchus. That is the Rememus of Malchus, lifting up Malchus to a higher level. That becomes Adenu Zenu, that we, uh, in, in, our low, in our sense of distance and loneliness, our pain of that awakens the deepest forms of compassion. And that is Bina adorning Malchus, in Kabbalistic terminology. That's the service, the work of drawing down the power that wakens up and opens up the heart to bolt to escape its uh, its uh, displacement and and captivity. Okay, this comes from Bina, as he says. That's a that I'm just reading straight from here. And on the contrary, this now doesn't only reach deeper. This doesn't only reach in a deep place, it reaches deeper, even higher than the desire itself from the divine. Place. So it reaches the depth because of that. In a way, it reaches deeper than the Ratzin that is uh, the level of Rachim eleinu. Okay. So A.J. he says, in a second way to explain this, this empowering of Malchus and Tabina, he says that's the Veda of Rosh kipper Yom Kippur, that all year round, is more of a silent acceptance. We accept. And the focus is on the work we do. We learn, we daven, we f- try to feel, and so on. Rosh Hashanah, the work is on the Kabbalah sale itself. Like he says, it's primis, it's the effort of actually devoting and committing, focusing on the devotion to God. Focusing on the malchus. So, bottom line is that this has, an, as he says, an advantage over the passion excitement of and nefesh, let's say through av. because there there anything that has inspired that has excitement means that it's a uh, it's more revelation and more closeness but kabbalah is more of a dedication if you're talking about qualitative commitment kabbalah has that One second. Right. Because Kabbalah sale is completely setting yourself aside and dedicating yourself. So what is the Hamshach of Bina and Tamalchus in this interpretation? So here he says, this is that you should actually feel it and sense it. This effort. That is Hamshach of Bina and Tamalchus because, Kabbalah says, I said its its downside is that it's more like a pilot flame that's beneath the surface. You don't focus on it. It's just an acceptance. I accept. Even though on a, on a microcosmic level, every day we say meidani, but overall the focus every day is not I'm gonna rec- I'm, I'm, re- I'm I'm renewing my contract with God. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, you're going back to the Kabbalah sale of you're renewing basically Kabbalah malchusay. You're renewing your contract with God. And to make that revealed, because you see all year round, it's not revealed. What's revealed is this, like you said. So you see, the, you see a person studying Torah with passion. A person davening, a person working on his middits or something like that. But that Kabbalah should be with that type of passion and gilri, that comes from Bina. That's the additional, that's Adenu Zeno and actually we say it every day because we want to have it also today. That also shouldn't just be a silent, silent like faith or something. They should feel that type of passion. That comes both ways, either because of this sense of distance. So we have the two interpretations: either the distance and concealment of Malchus <laughs> creates a deep thirst, <laughs> that you reveal that type of commitment. So Malchus really has almost two extremes. One is when you feel very distant and hopeless. That awakens. That's the bina that gives you power. That or, the, the, that or, that adorns you. Or it's on the other end where Kabbalah's is revealed and and dynamic and so on. And that's where we stopped. Okay. And again, we're talking all about the effects of Makifim. So now he's going to go to the rest of the expressions. So, makif of Yechida is rachim aleinu. And this is what we've been talking about at zain is makif of chaya. Where chaya is already closer to the premius. It's actually giving us strength in our premius. If we go back... Um, Second. Yeah, If you go back to page 136, he explains it, if you want to know where exactly he spells out the five levels, he says the five makifim naran chai, and makavarish makav the echidish, who begins makav the rots and poshet, that's Elam. elom, and it's racham aleinu here, then he goes, the next one is, right in the middle of the page, smack in the middle. On 136. And now he's applying all that to the Makifim here in Malchus. Yeah. Yeah, but there he's still speaking before the symptoms, that levels. Now he's speaking at all in Malchus. How Malchus of Atzilus is becomes the Makifim of first of all. I was just say Makif of Chaya. That's that in Atzilus itself, and that now becomes the Makifim of the three worlds. Binyan Shiras which he's going to explain now. Remember, all this is to explain how the transcendent Makifim impact our lives. That's the context. So let's continue reading now. I'm reading from middle of page one forty-five. She says like this. Okay. And now, that's the makif of Malchus da'atzilis. The way it's in Atsilis. And she affects and impacts the general souls in Binyanam HaNal and the things we discussed earlier. Like we just discussed the two elements, how it impacts. So remember, the Keser of Atsilis, if you remember, remember what it impacts, anybody remembers? Keser of impacts us that we should have the desire in the heart, awakens thoughts of tshuva and so on. Keser now of is the next level, because that's Adenu uh, Zenu, um, meaning, well, actually, Lavdafke, because now, one second, that was he said that was his, holy chuvim, his word Malchusar of as mal Malchasar of Atcilis. Kassar of one second. Kassarov ah, one second. Ak is uh, the breed uh, of Sur- the Sur- Sur- colos. Masculp- Sur- Masculp- Masculp- ah, What? No, no. Ak, there is shemis gaven. Yeah, yeah, right, correct. Um, But but the effect of atzilus, he said, was rusin How does that compare to this? I'm not sure. We have to think that through. But uh, anyway, but but the bottom line is that he's now he spoke now about the makif of adenu zenu. Right, exactly. That tremendous power we get to the makif. So it comes bina. I don't know what you're talking about. What beena? Which beena? In other words, we don't use Zain it it's that how that given that's why we call it only Zainite strength, that so we have this, this tremendous strength that we need to carry out through the from the given being about here. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that, that doesn't that doesn't help us. I'm trying to establish after he spoke about the makif of Tihiri law, makif of Tirata, Makif of Vatcilis, that's when he got into this whole discussion. And start explaining now the yeah. Ma'kifim after Atsil breathed Bri But he began with Adenu Zenu. Okay, we'll go back to it. I'll see how he says here. Okay, so bottom line is Adenu is still not silis, and it affects the Neshamis in the matters that we spoke about. He's now actually concluding what he began if you want to know, chapter, uh, chapter 69, page 129. That's where that discussion is now concluding. So we're talking about a good, uh, almost forty, pa- almost 20 pages earlier. So there he says, if you look there, he says that after we talk about Kesar and its impact, there's a Kesar that he says for the world of Bria. And to understand that, he says, that's what we say, that this is all talking about Malchus of Tzillis, and then he went back and started explaining Baruch Shama. So I'm just pointing that out. So now he's going back there. And he's saying the following. So in other words, what am I, my, 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 the thing that needs to be t- addressed, which I'm not addressing now, but I'm leaving a question on the table. How do you m- move from Keser of to what, where does that fit in? Is that the same as Keser of like he said, the same, in fact, of Rusa Deliba? I don't really think it is mamish, because I think it's one level above. Or or is it. Um, just think of a or is it the same level exactly? I'm not really clear. Mm-hmm. That we'll have to establish. Whether Adenu Zainu is the same thing as Kesar Because mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's going over to Briyids here in Asia. I didn't hear what you said. But if you just read the words here, he's saying that's what's is, that's its effect, is to have Rusa Liba. It says the same words. I don't know, he's using the same words here. But he's not. Adding, he can't add another level because there's only that many levels in the davening. So that's the question on the table here. Where does that Deinu Zenu fit in? In the context from Kesser Vatzilis. And now we're moving to Bria. So we'll see. We'll read on. Then we'll go back and we'll see. I'm just putting it on the table. That's the question I have. You know, it doesn't seem like there's an extra level here. <coughs> I think we'll, be clear, we'll clarify. Om so. mogin Now, however, what it says afterwards. This is already now the transmission in detail into the souls of b'riatziy nasiya. So Deinu zenu is a general mark of machuzat in atzilus that affects the general neshamis. Now these three are already getting into the specifics of the souls that are in b'riatziy It's getting closer to our level here. I will soon discuss the dis- difference between all these elements here. Because in the souls, there are many different levels. And in general, they are nefesh, ruach, and neshama. There is a person whose service is primary service. I say primary, it doesn't say primary, but it means primary service is the level of nefesh, service. Yeah. Let's just define the words. We know there's five names for neshama. We spoke about it. Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, cha They're not just names, different names for the same thing. They're different levels and dimensions. So generally speaking, nefesh is the lowest. It usually refers to nefesh ha-mechaya, nefesh ha It's like biological life. That's part of the soul that gives us physical life. In fact, like that you can move and so on. So it's like the lowest dimension, is the lowest level of the electricity of the soul. The life force. Yeah. Like you say, someone said biologically, medically, what does it mean to be alive? That would be nefesh. The difference between life and death, God forbid, and so ruach, generally speaking, is also emotional life. You could have a vegetable, for example, who's physically alive, medically alive, but is emotionally uh, numb. So that's ruach. The um, Shama adds intellectual life. Basically, in other words, nefesh would be nihi, asiyah within Atzilus itself. Let's say. Uh, um, then you have ruach is midas chagas. He is just basic functions, just functionality. And chabad is neshama. Where's Chay Chayichida would be keser. Chay would be arich, and, and atik, and yichida would be atik. That's generally the picture. We've been traveling our way down In davening. It is rachem, but harabim. Rachem aleinu is makif of the makif now. Each of these five levels has a makif, a transcendent force that gives it power. I'm just explaining this. And what's the transcendent? So, so rachim aleinu is the transcendent force that gives us the power that he spoke about earlier, that have compassion on us, which in, in malchus is the level of keser malchus. That's where the ani gives power to the ayin, where uh, there's, when someone is a very exalted level, they have compassion, rachim Elenu. And they elevate like Teva. Nature is elevated. So Malchus is beginning to be elevated from its so-called lonely or isolated place. Adenu-Zenu is that Maqiv now translates a Maqiv of Chaya, which is what? Maqiv of Yechid is generally more distant. It's like a makiv HaRochik. So Yom Kippur, for example. Makiv Chaya is the fourth Maqiv, which is usually on Shabbos and Yontiv, when we say four Dav tefillas. So it's closer to us. So it has already a connection to the pinimi and its impact is what we've been discussing at length here at That's the impact of Bina on Malchus. Now, we go further. That's Now he's going into Nefesh Neruach So he's saying there's different types of souls. There's Nefesh souls, as you just said. the main Aved There's Nefesh. What does this mean? Like I just said, just like Nefesh, is, what does it function? In Aveda, the too. These are uh, executors. Not executioners. Executors. <laughs> it's like uh, Malcolm Gladwell writes in uh, the tipping point he writes there are four types of people I know very rarely you're going to hear in the same breath I am base and Malcolm Gladwell but I, 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 I take a certain like, glee in making these connections because so he says there are four types of people minders, finders, binders and grinders so we're talking now about the grinders and he says no one, no one has all four by the way uh, strength. What do you think about that? minders you know, binders. People who make those connections. Finders know how to just find the right people. He, he says the tipping point is dependent on the finders, not on because the finders is. He says in every in the world, there are a small, a very small percentage of people that you make them, they bring you to a few thousand people. He says that's who you want if you want to get a tipping point. And that's a key, finding those type of people. Because it's interesting how he broke the top population into four categories. The minders strategize, and this, but the finders, you say, make the connections. The binders are actually just like the people who close the connections. You know, they're good at, but the finders are the ones that know who's who. They've got the lists, so to speak. Huh? they the yeah, they've got the databases. So grinders adversex uh, the the nervus is the main avidus asia in action brasilva the kima mitzus be pellumamish in fulfilling mitzus in an actuality of eineschyle is as sogev spilus midusha belov and this person this type of way is not possible not chayach is not chayach is, is, is not capable of any comprehension in his mind the spilus midusha belov and excitement of emotions in his heart kimnach elamisa belvat only to action itself. One second, he doesn't say it, so I'm not going to say it. You want to say that? Fine. Where do you fit yourself in? I'm saying because all the generations were hired, than Shamba it was very old in the battle, and now we're all in Nefesh, we have a long screen. Okay. And also, the Asi is in a way only like a Vedas Evid, Aved. a like work of a servant. The Kabbalah sale, not because of appreciation or anything, but because with just Kabbalah sale, the yoke, accepting the yoke, is the exact words, which means really just commitment. He doesn't know the purpose of the mitzvah. In other words, besides the fact that he doesn't have Chabad and Chagas and Zaveda, even the Asiyah, it's just Asiyah, not even the kavana in the Asiyah. He doesn't know the kavanah in the mitzvah itself. So you see, so in the mitzvah, there's, there's, there's beyond kavanah. Mitzvah, which is partially a person who has comprehension and feelings. In the mitzvah itself, there's also kavanah. No, um, I'm sorry. Any day kavanah Masha a mitzvah. He doesn't know the intention of the mitzvah and what it and what it uh, transmits. Every mitzvah touches, you know, like he just touches the buttons. He doesn't know. He touches the button of this or that or that. He's a button presser. Ki'im he knows that he, have, that he was commanded to do, and therefore he has to do, and because of that he does the mitzvah. Right. That's nefesh. Now there's another level. Shavedos, you see, here this you're going to hear a real um, uh, blueprint, a real chart. You see, this I would develop into a whole thing, a personality type. Remember, there's people below this map too. that don't have nefresh either. (laughs) Or they have in other areas. Then there's someone who does the service in the form of ruach. There's already excitement, a stimulation of love and awe in his heart. Even if it's only a natural love and awe, and this is the love and awe, or love and respect, that is hidden, concealed in the soul in the nefesh of every uh, one from Israel. Oh, yeah, 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 correct. This is the, avenir, the uh, love and awe concealed in the nefesh. Correct, because every one of Israel has in his nature. We're not talking about through effort and work posture sort a of natural love to the divine <speaking in Hebrew> the same thing they have also an affair in nature that they're afraid to mutineer to uh, rebel really okay some more than others <speaking in Hebrew> What's the foundation of this fear? Why is your fear? What's the quick thing? In other words, he's trying to point out it's not fear like your fear fire or your fear of punishment because you you don't want to be cut off, separated from godliness. So it's like more like a fear of losing your life. In other words, it's more essential than just... Some, he's not talking about childish fear or some type of punishment fear. It's not you're just Ha'enish. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who, like the Frieder Kreber, has a beautiful Moshe? I think I once mentioned it. I only saw it once in the Mimer. he was a diver, deep sea diving. You know, the ones where you walk and you have the pipe connecting. Yeah. The ones in uh But the Frieder Rebbe writes in the Meimner, so the chutim of the mitzvahs are like the line, the air the air the air lifelines, and uh, that lifeline on this earth is what gives us life. So bottom line is, he's afraid of, because he doesn't want to be disconnected, doesn't want to be separate from godliness. For who are bitl tivi? She has been And this is a bitl tivi, a natural subjugation, a natural sublimation, that's in the souls of Israel be'etzin, fundamentally. In a parenthesis he adds, And because of this, they're called Eretz a desirable land. It's usually referred to a land that's fertile. Meaning, you know, you have, let's say, arid land. You have Eretz Kheifetz. Eretz Haruia Aroi L'Zriyeh De Mitzvahs. Means the land that is that is roi, that is prepared, that is fitting. To plant there, to sow. Mitzvahs M'Pne HaBitl Shebehem. And that's because of the bitl in the sow. Or like it says elsewhere. This is all Ruach. We're talking about the of ruach. And the work is to reveal, to draw out this love and respect that should be revealed, be spilus and excitement, in a sense that is uh, that, that is sensed and conscious in the heart, and not externally, superficially, and only in a form of makiv means like not internalized, hovering. Here it doesn't mean Makiv transcendent, he means more like not, not it's 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 a, uh, somewhat superficial. is mm-hmm. Gdel Because you could have hmm. yes. is that the Bikh Sainz I understand. But that's what he means by Khsain Makif that you could have Bislav's gdel, you could have a great passion. It has nothing to do with action. You can get very excited and you don't act on it. So in other words, what he's saying is that it has to come into an action. The goal here in Ruach is that it should be in an internal feeling, integrated feeling. And at least with the comprehension of his mind and Talumas Liboy, and that with Talumas with Liboy, that's what is concealed from his heart, in his heart, In other words, it may not be that is fully manifest in his emotions in the deepest possible way. But there has to be some type of internalized feeling. In other words, not just some type of external excitement. You saw something and say, wow, that's great. And you move on. Like someone comes, let's say, to the Beis Amigdash or to the Rebbe and saying, wow, this is awesome. And it doesn't have any impact. That's that's makif. That's like a tourist. You know? Right. And you want it to have a hergish pnimi? At least, hergish pnimi doesn't mean, like he's saying, it's ruach here. It's still TV. But there should be something that impacts him to the point that it brings him to action in avoiding the bad, and doing good. The primary work of a level of ruach is when the awakening of the love and awe are through a contemplation and through meditation. Or comprehension and contemplation. Because then, they are in a internalized feeling, an integrated feeling that is feels close to godliness. In other words, he's adding a like a, a, a key focus here. The bottom line is Ruach is not just action like Nefesh. You have a feeling. A feeling that affects you. He says the primary thing that affects is when a person contemplates on it. That makes it close because our day is bonus. when love comes through concentration through through a meditation, through a contemplation. Then he truly wants the divine. In other words, more likely if you don't think about it, you're gonna see a beautiful sight, you're just gonna move on. But let's say you say, I see a beautiful sight. You know, there are people who came to the Rebbe Rashab, others are being, they say, Oh, very beautiful Rebbe, and so on and so forth. You know. Uh, there was a there was someone someone told me yesterday a story that someone came to the Sri Kareva. Who was it? It's a very wealthy guy. And they asked him afterwards. Like, what does he say? He said, he's very handsome. That was his impression. And what happened? He says, I gave him, I gave him $50. I said, this is for you personally. Go buy something for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know. So you can have, you can be impressed by something very powerful. But it doesn't, you did not give it two, minute, two minutes thought. So you move on. like Like fireworks. You know, for a moment it got your attention. Saying here, obviously, when you contemplate on it, you start saying, what am I standing in front of? What am I seeing? Generally speaking, contemplation will create a hergish primi that you should truly want, desire. So in other words, you could have an emotional reaction, but it's very artificial. Or superficial, I should say, not artificial. Superficial, meaning it's not going to last. doesn't mean it's not real. But, you know... And here is that it also has, creates that type of So, the Chayus, the air And it gives energy, it infuses energy and light into the performance of mitzvah. And it also repairs the nefesh Abamis. So, This is still not in Ruach. One sec. Rakshay's so why is it only Ruach? This sounds pretty powerful. This sounds like contemplation. One second. Right. She says, Because the contemplation here is only that which is relevant and commensurate to the emotions. You're not talking about a sitting down, a meditation, a deep contemplation on the thing itself. You're talking about something that instead of just letting it pass by and just getting excited and moving on, you, you have, you're you focusing a bit of it, on it. But it's still the outer part of intelligence. Now he goes to the third level. And then someone who's on the level of the neshama, his primary work is through contempla- through comprehension and contemplation under the God- divine comprehension and contemplation. The essence of mechen. And sensing and feeling God in a fundamental way here's the other way around. and then that inevitably automatically generates middas. The middas come automatically. is godless and they're also in a mature way. The middas are mature. like he says. Elsewhere. I mean he doesn't elaborate here, but you know just to briefly say a few words, it's, it's, it's really, think of it, think of it, let's say a child, because sometimes later we're going to talk Ibra Yunik and Moichin. There's three stages of maturity. When you're talking, let's say a five-year-old, four-year-old, you're training them to say Moidani, to wash Nagalvasa to bench, to daven, to say thank you. Or just anything. There it's primarily Nahi. It's, it's, it's Maisa. The focus is on action. The focus is on developing good habits, good manners, and so on and so forth. There's, like 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 he said before. Avoid this evidence kabbalah sale. They're just focusing on action. And just doing what you have to do. Like he says, there's no feel no need for a spilus on the lev, nothing in the mind, and so on. Doesn't even know the kavana of the mitzvah. The child is being taught ab- ab- just give me an example. That of course in aveda for adult is also that level. We also have the that stage in our own that type of aveda Level two is we'll say, I don't know the exact years, but let's say 5 to 12, 5 to 13, 14. Where there, you already can expect more than just pure action. You expect the child to initiate, think to think about it. But we all know they're still dealing with emotions. The child is primarily an emotional human being. You can't expect the child to really have the ability, that distance and detachment of reflection that comes with mature mind. That's the reality. But it's also no longer just my son. So you have feelings, but the feelings are fo- um, you have feelings, but you have intel and you have intelligence. But intelligence is focused around the person's feelings. They can begin to understand, and obviously infuses. They'll do something, not just say Maidani or be a nice, say thank you. They'll do it a little more with seichel, and therefore with more uh, more commitment. I just want to say, it doesn't say the first Aved is less maizeh than the second level Ruach. It just doesn't have those elements in it. And from a little child, you can't expect more. That's what it is. But here you're already talking about there's an Indian Pnimi going on. But to say, like he says, to use these words. Here this Bainus is only what's connected to, your, to, to Midas feelings. And then comes the level of maturity that happens. When we mature into adults, I mean, obviously adolescents and teenagers are still not there, but they're getting there. So let's say age 20, or whatever the age, the way it's supposed to be, now your mind has developed to the point where you really can, with, you can withhold an emotion. You can control yourself. You know, you can expect, well, you know, by bar mitzvah, why do we put on film? Because you can control yourself. Simple level. You don't get distracted. You just a 20, nine, 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 nine. No, but mitzvah begins. God I said the process begins thirteen, but twenty, I would say, is the full mature stage. That's what I meant. The But in development, and this it's not exactly to the day. It's, it's it's a development. It's exactly three, four. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So there's. I'm just saying, there's three stages of development. Exactly what year? And they all process. There's There's a point when you're twelve. You don't suddenly something happens. It's just that 12 is going to be a little more mature than 11. 11 is like that. you know. The point being here is that I'm just giving an example of what would be an Avedah of Neshama. Of course, for adults now, the same three. Because remember, in Aved, you could be chronologically an adult and much more mature intellectually, but Avedah-wise, you could still be a child. You could still be in the level of Nefesh, ruach, or Neshama. So these are three different levels. As a matter of fact, it's mashma from here actually that their people, their whole lives are destined to be a nefesh, because that's where their neshama comes from. There's some people destined to be ruach some people are neshama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean, there's always a scholar. It means everyone's responsible to learn and to have a v- and love. But the question is what's primary? What's the primary? It's almost like you know, that type of uh, that each one has their role, so to speak is Mem hey, So that's where he's qualifying now. In the parentheses. And even though we discussed earlier in chapter forty five the Mechan, the Briya Bidaraklimpchinis Mechan Ashiach and the Midis. Here he just said Naran is Briyitsira Siya. And in chapter forty five he said that the primary machin of Briya is in general, is an intelligence that's commensurate in relation to Midas, which here he calls Ruach Yitzhira, the Levad, yesheimer we can say she yes be hafrz the alakhim We can say there's a difference between the angels and the souls the nasham is begins nasham begins atmasamech inasham is the level of nashama of the higher level of is is atmasamech u madregah la tziu shema shemar ma so when you talk about nasham is megin they have in breath and if you want to go to that which is Chabad of ein Seif, that's not Sila, That's higher from um, Asagas HaNevroim. Like he says in Tanya chapter 39. And by Malochim, in other words, Malochim is what we meant in Bria. Malochim is Be'ikah Moichen Shayich Lamidus. That's what he qualifies. So in other words, in Bria itself, you have two levels of meichin. One is connected to Midas, more like it's Syria that he's speaking here, which would be the Malachim, the, soul, the angels. And Hashem is, is more Moich itself. And Atsilas and, and then would be beyond human intelligence, would be divine intelligence, basically. And in general, this is, the Aved of others is Atzillus. Is Aved higher, super rational service. That's time of the That's not comprehend and of And generally, basically, goes like this: in Atsilus you have yud Ke Vav Ke. you have Chochme, bina, za, midas, and malchus. In the four worlds, chokma is nested in Atsilas. We spoke about that. Bina is nested in bria. Za, midas is nested in tzira and asiya, and malchus is nested in asiya. So you have the Abiyah within Atzilis, and you have them in the four worlds. So what he's saying basically is like this: We talked about Atzilis, we spoke about earlier. Now we're speaking about the three things: Nefesh, and Bria, Asiyah is really Bina, Midas, and Malchus, which would be intelligence, like you said, Moichin be Uh That would be Bria by Neshamah. Yitzirah is when it's already the Moichin is connected to Middas, that's Zoh, and, and Asiyah would be my primary work is action. And Atsilus is like Chachm, The Riyah of Chochmah, which is really higher than intelligence. By Neshamas. That's how he's structuring it here. So he's reconciling what he says in chapter 45. That Bri is is. That's for Malachim. That's for angels. It's a different level. But that's, here it's more focusing on that. So Atsilus really is, in the context of our discussion here, this may answer the Adenu Zenu. Because Adenu Zenu is not Atsilus. So it's giving the strength in the Aved of Malchus, because he keeps saying, Malchus Kfishiba hiba He says it here and earlier. He says, Badeinu says, Malchus meaning not in the way it's in Briya. So Malchus and atzillus is the level of adenu zainu, but it still doesn't answer which, where it fits with atsilas Anyway, what he did here, was we finished now, he spoke how the makifim of these three, adenu zenu, I'm sorry, mizgiv Badenu. I'm sorry. Tzor Mizgevenu is Bria is, Neshama. Is, uh, Mogin Yeshenu is Ruach Yitzira. And Mizgabadenu is the Makif of Asiyah and um, Nefesh. But he didn't explain how each is it, each. That he did not explain. And I don't think he's going to explain it. I think the next chapter is going to talk now how it's in Shuva. But maybe there he explains it. Okay you know in your analogy of the age, 1 to 5, 6 to 12, 13 to 20, do you have anything that goes after that? You know, from 20 years old to uh, after? Would, you moved up from Nefet to Shama, right? To 20. Would you also apply that to an analogy? It's a good question. Probably not. Because Chay are, um, number one, you can't really access them through Avoidah they come when you have your nefres roch and neshama complete, they emerge. And uh, I have to see how it fits to these b'amorim here. Uh, but generally speaking, chayachidah are like one example for example would be that three fillas every day, the davening every day is nefres roch and neshama. Shabbos and Yontif, we add musaf. that's chayah. And in Yom Kippur, we add Ne'ilah, which is yechidah. That's one way to look at it. That means really, it's not... It's, even if you're 80 years old, you're only doubting three times a day. So you never get chai through your maturity and development. You get it through your avoda, Or several times a year when it's just given to you. I don't think it's associated with any maturity stage. I'm almost sure it's not because of makifim and they're. Yeah, I would say they're not. Never sure is as primis. See, maturity is primis. And the shammah, as soon as the baby is born, they have yechidah. In them, even on Yom Kippur, except obviously they don't access it. When you're an adult, you can access it. Nefesh Rosh Hashem is the is the faculties in our power. Chayichidu, you really cannot. You have an imp. It has an impact on us. Is what he's been saying here, but it's not like you can actually do anything to go there. The reason I asked is because I was thinking that when it says level and see this is Ria right? Yeah. Right. Um, That after twenty, what would he say that a person really goes out and gets life experience, job experience? He sees the world. No, no, no. Let let me tell you how I would tell you how I would phrase it. You have to remember the the three stages I mentioned is called in Kabbalah ibur, yunika, and moichim, and in the the Jewish philosophers call it mutve, murgish, and muskel. You ever hear these expressions? Yeah. yeah, later, later. Yeah. yeah, at length. Ibur means literally gestation, birth pregnancy. Yunika is a nursing, and meichin is intelligence. So in the Eitz Chaim, there's actually a Shark called Shar Ibor Yunika Meichin. Sometimes you see the Rosh it says iron Yud Mem. So later, later in Ayin Bay's in this volume is at length. How the how the how the mind matures and in tr- and process trains the middas. So ibri Meich and meichem are three stages. They never talk about other stages. What happens is when you reach meichin and meichin the godless mature, then new things start emerging, but it's never discussed as like a fourth or fifth. Now on the other hand, there's the Yavis. So you have ben Chomosh le mikra, ben esr le mishnah, ben chamesh esr le gemara, ben shemnas le chupa, ben esr le kayach. Translation you know labina so based on that you can definitely create a model you see bina so what does that mean so bina is what you call experience because nothing happens at 40 that's equi- that's physically equivalent to what happens at 20 at 20 we physically know that stage that there's parts of the brain that actually fin- that's why insurance companies by the way they have proof that they will that people under 20 22 or 23 years old are much more prone to accidents, because they're prone to decisions that are much more spontaneous. They don't have... And they, 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 have, they have statistics to show it. Not just they're more reckless, because their minds are not. Also, many bipolar and others, happen in that age, in 19, 20, because that's when the brain is, is final development. And there's physical proof. The brain, you know, like, you look you feel a child's right here is very soft. I mean, then it gets hard. The brain actually goes through real physical shifts. So I can't say... Later, when Abayim Labina, you don't go through a physical shift, but you go through a life change. There's life stages. There's a maturity. Huh? Yeah, that sometimes comes with it. Before I say, the of nine of the right, right, exactly, exactly. And interesting, there's two opinions, whether Abayim Labina, is it when you turn 40, or is it 40 years from when you heard the thing from your teacher? Yeah. But there's no question, even according to the everyone holds that something happens when you're 40. Not again, not the day you're 40, but the general stage. That definitely is a maturity in a person's life. You know, um, I, I could tell you that. Uh, I could testify to that. I'm not saying we necessarily wiser, but we definitely. Uh, <laughs> hmm? <laughs> By all means. So the point I'm making here is bottom line is. Okay, he's finished the Reference Ruch Neshama. Should we continue? Should we, what should we do? here? Yeah, let me see. There's another, huh? Um, no, no, but I've got plenty to do. It's not, it's not so simple. So you know what? I'm going to just sum it up and then we'll stop here. We'll continue. We have plenty to do this. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the Kitsar right now. The are on top of 146, Kitsar. Did you see in the Coca in the Cola? Talk, talk about lending? Did you see it? Paragon? Yes. Yeah. On which word? Nova, to borrow. So someone we'll mentioned that. Yeah. That Aziphus means to borrow? Yeah. It says in the Paragon. I think it means here, he used before he said Aziphus. What, what, remember he said the word Aziphus? Right here he said. Omasha, ima she lends her daughter to her you think it means lending okay okay fine no no I'm accepting I don't I'm not saying otherwise I think it means more than lending however it's much more than lending especially the veda part you know lending means it's like it belongs to being just temporarily malchus she's empowering her daughter by her kind of wearing that. Okay, I understand, daughter. but why is the word as Aziphas? You see here, mean. no, there is one place where he's medaig. He says, she, She's, 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 um, it's really nice. She's not owning she's it. She's true. not owning it, maybe you could say. It's perfect because, you know why it's perfect? Yeah. Because it's only Maki. The Shukim are all the Maki. It is not Kenyan to uh, Yom Kippur. So just it. it okay it. that's good because it's only a makif and it's only lending it's not, it's not becoming yours it's not right and in and and and, and, and Yom Kippur you said what but, but Kabbalah, um, where did he say that where, the, where did they say that no 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 you're right you're right I want to just see it because it may, may be correct Very maybe a very good point Sounds good. I think it was earlier. When she wears the clothes, she has that... uh... They said somewhere that shooting does not become part of who you are. I don't remember Okay, let me do the summary. Huh? No, no. It's definitely in this period. There's nothing to talk about this in this period. No, it's the middle of the page somewhere. Where, where do you see that? Yeah, but, but yeah, but that's from the same approximate place in the body. Yeah, right here. It's right here. Right here in the middle of Kufman Okay. Okay. Good. So Zifus Labarta, his daughter Mano, a garment vikshito, vikshitos la. It's um, the the jewelry, the ornaments. That's the transmission from the root of the soul to the soul as it manifests in the body. Lius will be that it should be kash. You should seek out from there. To seek out the divine and the thought speech and action of the animal soul and through this should happen the crying out and that you and the freeing yourself but with intensity of a desire of the intensity of a yearning and also the animal soul is transformed through this and specifically when the crying out is from the animal soul. The power of this is, is from the thirteen attributes of compassion that are called kishutin. They're called ornaments. Because they're not, they become one. They're not fundamentally, essentially, essentially unified with the individual. Okay. Then another thing, another interpretation of the of the meaning of garment, the 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 borrowing. You say, okay, the the lending, the lending of these garments, of binat Tamalchus, Gam'in Amshagana the Pnimi The second thing is that this transmission should be a kabosel El just not a silent one, but a revealed way internally, and atzmi, essentially. Malchus And then Malchus, which means the soul inside the body, is called Odn Loshet Masculine, shemam shem b'chinus atzmos That extend, that draws down the essence of the divine light. Adenu zenu zebchinus hamakif de malchus k'moishu b'atzilus. Adenu zenu is the makif of malchus, the way it's natzilus. But sur mogen u'mizgov hemakifim de naran, and the next three sur mogen u'mizgav, which are all makifim, they all talk about a power outside of the entity itself. With its strength, or a shield, or a, what do we say, mizguf? Uh, ah, uh, mizguf. Yeah. He <sighs> makifim din These are the makifim, the transcendent forces of nefesh, ruach, and Nefesh Kima amitzus basia bapel mamish. Nefesh is performance of mitzvahs in action. Ruach haved baaviyira behergish primi shaldei is Bonus. Ruach is the service with love and awe. Refuge. Behergish primi internal feeling through contemplation. Neshama haved b'chines mechin. And the sham is the work with the mind. V'amid is by And the emotions already come automatically. Okay, we shall stop here. We did the end of chapter 77, page 145, top of 146 in the summary.